It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of The Soldier and the Tinderbox from Germany, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of the soldier and the tinderbox from Germany. A discharged soldier was making his way along a country road. His provisions and money were at an end. Unable to work and not wanting to steal, he had no choice but to seek his food by begging, which he did not especially enjoy. He found himself in a dense forest, and deep in sad thoughts he lost his way. But then, a little black dwarf approached him and asked him what was wrong. Why are you so sad? Oh, said the soldier, why shouldn't I be sad? During the war everything was all right, I had plenty of money and wine. But now I'm suffering from hunger and thirst. My clothes are in shreds, and my spirit is broken. The dwarf encouraged him, saying, Just follow this path, and you'll come to an enchanted castle guarded by many wild animals. There is a large stone in front of the castle. Sit down on it, and the animals will begin to roar fiercely. But just sit there quietly until the bell strikes twelve and the animals will fall asleep. Then go into the castle and you can take enough money to last a lifetime. But you must return before the bell strikes one, or things will go very badly for you. The soldier thanked the dwarf and went down the path that he had shown him. Arriving at the castle, he sat down on the stone, and the wild animals on guard began to roar fiercely. The soldier ignored them and sat there quietly until twelve o'clock when the animals fell asleep. Then he went into the castle. He came first to a beautiful room filled with copper coins. A sleeping giant was lying there. The soldier filled his pockets and was about to leave when he noticed a second door. Opening it, he went into the second room that was even more beautiful than the first one. On the floor, there lay a large pile of silver coins, nothing but shining dollars. A giant was lying there as well, snoring. The soldier quickly threw away the copper coins and filled his pocket with silver ones. Thinking, now you have enough money to last a lifetime, you'd better turn around. But then he saw a third door. He opened it and looked inside. It was good that he did so, for there he saw a giant pile of pure gold. A giant was lying there as well, fast asleep and snoring. He threw away the silver and packed away as much gold as he could carry. He was about to leave when he saw a fourth door. He opened it and went inside the fourth and last room. It was more beautiful than even the most beautiful room in the king's palace. There was no money there, but the table was set with wine and roasts. It smelled delicious, and the plates and knives and forks were made of pure gold. He sat there and treated his hungry stomach to a feast, drinking as much wine as he wanted. Now it was time for him to turn back a pipe and tobacco pouch hanging on the wall, and a tinderbox lay on the table. He pocketed these items as well, for he was a great friend of smoking. Then he made haste to leave the castle before his time was up, and he just made it, 
for the bell struck one as he arrived at the large stone, and the wild animals awoke and began to roar fiercely. The soldier made his way onward with his riches, safely coming out of the woods, and finally arriving at the city where the king held court. He asked which was the best inn, then went inside and ordered a room. Because he was so tattered and dirty, the innkeeper took him to the servants' quarters. These are miserable accommodations, said the soldier. Bring me some wine. The innkeeper fetched a bottle of the worst kind, thinking it would be good enough for such a tramp. But the soldier, who had drunk the finest wine at the enchanted castle, knew full well how good wine should taste. He sampled the wine, pulled a face, and cried out, Bah! This wine is not drinkable. Bring a better one. The innkeeper calmed himself and brought a wine of medium quality. But the soldier, after sampling it, cried out, Bah! Bring a better one, no matter what it costs. Here is the money. With that, he threw a few gold coins onto the table. Seeing this, the innkeeper suddenly became very polite and brought a bottle of the best wine. So, said the soldier, I can drink this one. Now bring me to better quarters and get me out of this miserable hole. The innkeeper, bowing deeply, took him to the best room in the inn. Now, said the soldier, bring a merchant to me who can buy clothes, horses, and a carriage for me. The merchant arrived. Listen up, said the soldier. I want clothing as good as what the king wears, and three coaches, each with six horses, six black, six white, and six brown. That is all well and good, said the merchant. But may I ask how you are going to pay for everything? Here is your money, said the soldier, reaching for his pocket. He threw out a few handfuls of gold pieces to the table. The merchant left, bowing deeply. In short order, the merchant provided everything that the soldier had requested. The soldier now lived in the greatest luxury. Every afternoon he drove in his coach through the city, past the king's palace. Now the king had three daughters, and every day they saw the soldier driving by in his elegant clothes and beautiful coach. The oldest one said, For sure he is a wealthy prince. I would like to invite him here as a guest. She sent a servant to the inn with an invitation for the soldier. He came bringing with him a bag filled with gold pieces. After dinner, they played cards, and the soldier had such bad luck he lost all the money that he had brought with him. The next evening, the second princess invited him, and once again he was unlucky at cards, losing all the money he had brought with him. On the third evening, he was invited to visit the youngest and most beautiful princess. He wanted to go very much, but having no more money, he sold his coaches and horses. He received a good sum for them. With this, he went to the princess. After dinner, they played cards, and the soldier again lost all his money. Now he was poor as he had been when he left the army and made his way through the world as a beggar. Out of sorts and frustrated, he returned to the inn and went to bed. He could not close his eyes, and he tossed and turned from one side to the other. Finally, unable to stay in bed any longer, he got up and paced back and forth in his room. He suddenly remembered the pipe in the tinderbox that he had brought from the enchanted castle. Finding no peace from his unhappy thoughts, he decided to distract himself by smoking his pipe. He picked up the tinderbox and struck a few sparks. At the first blow, a huge, all-powerful giant stood before him one of the three that had been guarding the money in the enchanted castle. What is my lord's command? asked the giant. Bring me a bag full of gold, said the soldier. He had scarcely uttered these words when the giant disappeared, then returned with a large bag full of gold. So, said the soldier, now 
Bring me the youngest princess. The giant disappeared, then returned with the princess in her bed. After kissing her passionately, the soldier had the giant carry her away. The next morning, the princess said to her mother, Oh, mother dear, I thought that a giant carried me in my bed to a handsome prince who then kissed me. My dear child, said the mother, that was only a dream. Don't think any more about it. The next evening, the soldier again took the tinderbox and struck a flame. The giant appeared immediately and asked, What is my lord's command? Bring the princess to me, said the soldier. The giant disappeared and brought her in her bed. The soldier once again had kissed her passionately, and he had the giant carry her away. The next morning the princess said to her mother, Oh, mother dear, last night the same thing happened as the night before. A giant carried me to a handsome prince who then kissed me. My dear child, said the mother, that was only a dream. Don't think about it anymore. However, the queen thought it was unusual that the girl should have the same dream two nights in a row. Wanting to know if there might be some truth to the matter, she sewed up a bag and filled it with peas, then cut a hole in it so that the peas could slowly spill out, then hugged the bag on the princess's bed. That night, the giant once again carried the princess away, but without his noticing, the peas spilled out all along the entire way. When the queen looked in the next morning, she could see her daughter's dream were not unfounded. The scattered peas revealed to her the path the giant had taken, and they led to the soldier's door at the inn. She took the innkeeper aside and asked him who the guest was and what his standing was and where he came from. The innkeeper answered that he himself did not know for sure, but that it must be a disturbed soldier who had suddenly come into a lot of money. When he had first arrived, he had worn a dirty soldier's uniform. The king ran and fetched a guard, who captured the soldier before he realized what was happening. They locked him up in a secure prison tower. The king, learning what had happened, sentenced the soldier to death. Now the soldier would have been able to free himself easily, if only he had his tinderbox, but in his haste he had left it lying at the inn. He was to be executed the next day. That morning before daybreak, he sat sadly before the prison bars, looking out onto the street. He saw the innkeeper's servant girl, who had just fetched milk. He called to her and promised her a lot of money if she would bring him the tinderbox that he had forgotten in his room. The girl did indeed run and get it for him. The soldier struck fire, and immediately the giant stood before him. What is my lord's command? asked the giant. Free me from this prison, said the soldier. But with that, the giant disappeared, then returned with his two comrades. They broke down the wall, and the soldier walked away safely. Then the giant said, We have served you well. Now you can do us the favor of redeeming us. A sword is hanging on the wall of the enchanted castle's first room. With this you must cut off our heads and those of the wild animals, and that will end our enchantment. Yes, said the soldier. As difficult as that will be for me to do, you who have served me so well, if it must be done I will do it willingly. But as a final act, you must bring the youngest princess to me, for I cannot live without her. The giants disappeared, then brought her to him. The soldier took her with him to the enchanted castle. Once again he sat down on the large stone until the bell struck twelve. Then he went into the castle, found the sword, and struck the heads off the giants and the wild animals guarding the castle. Suddenly the most beautiful music sounded forth, and a swarm of happy people advanced. They paid homage to him as their king. Soon afterwards, the soldier married his beautiful princess. And that is the tale of the soldier in the tinderbox from Germany. Thank you for listening to our story. 
If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us, to keep these stories alive for generations to come. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app, and leave us a 5-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our stories.